Hello and welcome to Cold Drinks Hot Topics. My name's Ethan Cameron. I'm joined by one of my co-hosts this week, Jake. Jake, how are you? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, good, hey. buddy. How are you? Hey, now. Hey, hey. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, so guess what we'll be here this make week. It in. Very sick, sadly. Um, Two-man crew. He's very ill. Um and no, he's he's a little sick. He'll be back next week, hopefully. Uh, but uh, we're here. We're ready to do the show, and we're ready to talk about a lot of things. We're gonna talk about MLB a little bit. We're gonna talk about obviously our wild card predictions, which I happen to be very happy with how mine turned out. Uh, yeah, well, mine weren't. My beloved <laughs> Raiders. <laughs> well i that's the one i did get wrong but we'll get to that later on today uh we also have uh we have kind of a question that i wanted to pose to you uh well two questions one's kind of a joke question the other's somewhat of a more serious uh inquiry to a comparison between two players from two different sports uh, so we're going to start off with one. I'm going to ask you, how was your week? Uh, it was good. I uh, cried a little. No, I didn't actually cry. But uh, it was a sad weekend, I guess, after, uh, as I just said, with my beloved Raiders going down to the Bengals. But we went out there with our heads held high, and I'm so proud of the team. But other than that, uh, it's been good. Just uh, trying to work a little bit here and there with all this COVID business going on. And that was about it. How was yours? You know what? I had a uh, I had a pretty good weekend. You know, I got to watch the games. The only thing I was wrong about was the uh, Raiders Bengals game, which made me feel great. Well, I wish you were right. I wish I was right too. Honestly, I I think that would have been a fun matchup. Which we'll talk we'll talk about the matchup that's going to be happening later on. But yeah, it was uh it was a lot of fun. Uh, this is the most intensely I've ever watched sports in my life. You know, I'm kind of more of a fair weather fan. Uh, you and Gus are more into sports than I am, but uh, I definitely enjoy it. And I had a lot more fun with it this week, uh, especially with watching everything and trying to make sure I, I kept track of what's going on for when we talk about it later. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun, especially because my yeah, 49ers some- won. So. Yeah, I was going to say there were some really good games, including my Raiders game, too, actually. It was a really good game, and then there was some just complete landslides. So let's get into our, our first topic here, which has to do with the Tampa Bay Rays. And uh, honestly, I, I didn't necessarily see this happening at this point. I would have thought this would have happened earlier, but we'll get into our uh, reactions on this uh, in after I read a little bit of the article. This is from Mark Topkin. Uh, who writes for the Tampa Bay Times. So, the Rays' proposed plan to split seasons in Montreal has been killed by Major League Baseball officials, creating even more uncertainty about the team's long-term future in Tampa Bay. MLB Commissioner Rob Manafort informed Rays' principal owner, Stuart Steinberg, on Tuesday that the league's executive council rejected the innovative and controversial plan. The decision stunned team officials who have spent two and a half years on the project and were expecting approval to proceed with the efforts to get open-air stadiums built in both markets. The Rays also sought approval from 
player, the players' union. Uh, and I, I think that's all we really need of of this article. I mean, I'll get, I'll ask you, Jake. What, it, what are you thinking when you hear that? Well, I mean, I'm just the whole time I'm listening to this, I'm thinking about them wanting to come to Montreal, right? Obviously, we live close near it, just a few hours away. I would love for Canada to get another team. Toronto is a big market. Uh, don't get me wrong. There's huge, huge Jays fans I know out there, maybe even listening to this right now. But I think Montreal and just Canada in general, we need another team here in this country. You can't just have one. One's not enough. Tampa Bay, I, I don't know, like, there's a lot of owners out there in sports that they just have more money than brains sometimes. I mean, they do have lots of money because, I mean, I guess they do have brains technically, but you know what I'm saying when I get to that. And I, if they're not going to split with Montreal, they need to do something with Montreal to give them some sort of chance to get a franchise back over here in Canada. Well, that's, that's the thing. And I mean... <clears throat> This is something that's been interesting since they they even announced that this was going to be a possibility of happening. Um, I mean, Tropicana Field is is maybe the worst major league sports yeah, stadium. It's, it's, it's shit. It's shit. Yeah. You need. I'm like, not a baseball stadium enthusiast, but that place. It, yeah. You need like a tetanus Relocate, shot in order to walk yeah. in there. Like it's yes, it, it's absolutely disgusting, and they keep getting the city of Saint Petersburg, which is, um, basically it's on another side of the bridge of Tampa. If I'm getting my geography right, obviously I don't know much about Florida geography, but, um, I believe it's right across the bri a bridge from Tampa, and it's about an hour with traffic to get there. Which, I saw a lot of people complaining that Tampa's you know the rays should move closer to tampa and it's like well an hour drive is not ridiculous for fans not who are dedicated bad. for a team to go i mean we could you would you're a big toronto fan it's like two three hours to get there yeah you're a big i Leafs mean fan. if so, i lived it, it, actually yeah like i mean i live uh, right now i'm probably half an hour tops from like the senators play now if i was a leafs or if the Leafs were here, sorry. I would, like, if I didn't have season tickets, I'd be trying to go to a game at least a couple times a month. I mean, prices can be pretty high, but to make that drive is really, you know, whether it's a half an hour or an hour, if you like the team that much, it's really not that bad. But, I mean, if they're having issues there right now, why the hell are they there still, right? Especially uh, I, in a stadium yeah. like that. <clears throat> it's It's a bit crazy and i i i understand why the fans in tampa bay would be upset and there's also a, the fans in montreal of a potential team would be upset you know what i mean like because you're not getting that team the only time a exactly. successful I... this has ever happened successfully that a team has played in two different cities was the new orleans hornets when hurricane katrina hit and they had to go play in Oklahoma City. Yeah. Um, and, and that they was before I don't Seattle. Know. I don't know if they there. should. Yeah. And like, I don't know if they should try to continue with a plan eventually of having Montreal and them split or not. I just think, you know, giving Montreal a team, I can't see it being any worse than what's going on in Tampa Bay right now. 
Yeah, I, uh, I especially mean, right out the gate. They're gonna have tons of fans there. But again, with all this COVID stuff, that's the only thing I think that's really holding them back right now. Well, Quebec. they have a they had a good team. Uh, now there's the lockout, but they had a good team, and people weren't showing up. It's mm-hmm. a fan base that just doesn't care. And if your fans don't care, they're not showing up, and you're spending all this money. I'm sorry, the peop the fans in Montreal. It may take a couple seasons for them to warm up, but if there's a team with success, they're showing up. Now, if you can yeah, get and the I Expos really do think, name, I think in the fruit because I believe yes, the that Nationals would be awesome. have it, then you would be perfect. Yeah. Um, I think though, I really think out like great to start the season for Montreal if they were allowed to have fans in there. I think that place will fill up no problem. I really do. Oh yeah, I mean, there's that's, always the, that's, that's the, just the, my opinion, but there's the problem of you need a new, a new stadium, but you're gonna need a new stadium in Tampa Bay anyways. That's yeah, I, that's I the other the, thing I was getting split, at too, right? Like yeah, the split was a horrible idea. Like that's not a good idea. You should have just. I don't think you, the players like it either, right? No. If you're the players, why the hell would you want to do that? You're basically playing for two teams. You're basically getting a quarter of the season at home, if you really think about it. If half mm-hmm. your games are home games, oh yeah, and the other away half games. Are, yep. Yeah, you're only spending a quarter of the season at your actual home. That's horrible. It's much better to just Bingo. pack up and move to Montreal. And I, I That's think the split is a bad idea, but I also think it was really stupid of MLB to cancel this at this point. It's been going on for two and a half years. Yeah, and Everybody's yeah, if you're thinking of splitting, it. if you're thinking of splitting a team up between two different cities, obviously the city they're in right now is it's not working. So, fix yeah. fix it. Do something. Move out. Whatever. You know what? You know what? Build works a new for build a, a new stadium for sure. A city split, and it would make What's no that? sense because I don't think splitting teams between cities ever works out. The only way it would work if it's if if it's like a San Francisco Oakland setup, where there's two major population centers that are individual. Yeah, just cities, across the bridge from each other. Just across. Now, obviously, you're not going to get the 49ers showing up in Oakland and playing, and obviously in baseball. No. You you have the Giants and you have the Athletics, so that's not happening. I mean, and it wouldn't work either. Do you think any of these Raiders nope. fans would show up to a San Fran game and cheer them on? Fuck no. Well, they're not gonna. Che- no, they're not gonna cheer for the Niners. No. No. They're gonna be there in their Raiders jerseys, and vice versa too. I wouldn't expect the 49ers fans to do that either. No, I, I, I really, I don't understand the. I, I think it was a, a testing the waters type of thing, but with trying to move a team like that like move it you can't really be half and half the only thing you could do is do let's say like uh preseason games in Montreal. yeah that's that's you know what i shot. mean yeah that's and, and you would shot. get a gauge effect, of but... you'd get a gauge of 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 kind of what the temperature is like for moving to that area you know um, mm-hmm. I think you'd have to compete with the Jays because I'm pretty sure they do preseason games in Montreal. But uh, I think they'll have a turnout regardless. People yeah. are going to want to see them there. 
and I mean, Montreal is very much a different city than Toronto. And I think for a lot of people that don't live in Canada, they don't understand that. You know what I mean? Quebec's like a different country in itself. Basically. Canada, really. But also, it's it's like saying, well, why is there a team in Miami and in Tampa Bay? You know what I mean? They're both in Florida. Or uh, why Florida's is there a, a team hotbed in... for sports teams. Yeah, or why is there a team in Oakland and San Francisco for most of these sports? They're mm-hmm. literally across the bridge from each other. It's like, you know, you can make that logic with anything. And I think I think eventually you're going to see more sports teams in Canada. I'm not sure. You know, everyone always talked about the Bills moving. The Bills aren't moving. Um, and they're not moving to Toronto. No, uh, and they I, shouldn't move. And I don't think the NFL really cares to put a team in Toronto. They would rather no, put a team in London. it would have happened by now, I think. So, yeah. And they make enough money off of, of uh, Bell with viewership for the NFL here anyways. So, it, it doesn't matter. They get the money without having any of the risk of a team failing. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I I think I think at some point we'll get a team in Montreal, hopefully. I hope for Tampa Bay. It would be sake, nice. I hope they're just able to move because any fans that are there's going to be a whole bunch of people who come out of the woodwork like why are the Rays moving from Tampa Bay, but they can't be bothered to drive an hour to go see a game, you know what I mean? So No, if not in that uh, stadium. No, well, yeah, to be fair, Tropicana Stadium's disgusting. It's a shithole. Like, it, it literally is, it's it's bad. But, um, mm. but yeah, I mean, it's interesting that MLB has just decided to cock block them now. I think that's probably the worst part of this story. Is that they just decide, you know what, fuck you guys, we're gonna, we're gonna ruin this, uh, plan that you Any had in place. Any hope you had. Yeah, so now they're they're being forced. Are they gonna move when their lease is up in Tropicana? Are they gonna try to move now, or are they not gonna move and just die as an organization? So it, it's it's definitely it's definitely an interesting story, um, and from an interesting story to one that's not so interesting and more of just a flat out insult of a man, and uh, we apologize in advance, but. Ah. To be to be fair, it's his fault. Uh, Kent Hughes was hired as the well. I mean, this ties in. We were talking about Montreal before, and now we're talking about the Canadians. The Canadians. Fair enough. Yeah. So Kent Hughes has been named as the 18th general manager of the Montreal Canadiens. Ooh. Now I'm a I'm Lucky a Canadian. I'm a Canadians fan. So, you know. Uh, we had a great year last year, and then everything went to shit in the off season and the season. And uh, Mark Bergevin is gone. Uh, his beautiful hair has been taken with him, and now we have a hairless man. We have Kent Hughes, this bald piece of shit. I'm calling him a piece of shit because he's bald. I wouldn't call him that. I mean, yeah. no, I'll he's say it. Wrong with bald people. He's, he's if bald. Gus was on here right now. He wouldn't be happy to hear that. Yeah, but I'm going to buy him a toupee, so it'll be fine. This guy, oh my he looks... God. Gus has facial hair, okay? 
and I respect that. Gus looks more like Stone Cold Steve Austin than Mr. Clean, all right? This guy yeah, looks like fair. this guy looks like he's about to like wipe down your fucking shower with bleach. Like he doesn't look like he's going to lead a team. And he's he's just upsetting to look at for me as someone who well, hates that's all right. bald that, that, people. That's all right. I mean, okay, I didn't know you had a thing or a thing against hate, bald people. But... I do. I'm discriminating <laughs> against bald people. Oh my god. I mean, Dude, this this poor guy though. I, I mean, he's probably getting paid good, but I'm gonna say this right now: if he did have any hair, it's probably gonna all be gone pretty soon after having to run that team right now because yeah, that team is in shambles right now. I mean, that's I'm I'm very surprised that they're playing as bad as they are. Like you know, I mean, what? there's a reason I why am... he got hired. Yeah, I I mean he's, I believe he used to be like a player agent, and so we'll we'll stop shitting on him from being bald. I mean, well you're shitting. Deal. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, yeah. No, no. We collectively will stop making fun of him I, for being bald. I'm I'm putting the onus on you as well. You know, I don't want to take mm-hmm. all the fall for it. No, I I mean this is gonna be a tough. This is gonna be a really tough thing. I mean. I guess rebuild is what you could call it in some ways. They've yeah, got a great chance of getting the number one pick now. But the yeah, upsetting eight wins thing in is, 38 games is is rough. They absolutely have failed Carey Price. You know what I mean? Like, they have absolutely failed him as a, a star franchise Well, he's player. not here right now. I mean... That's true. You know, yeah. I mean, if he comes back, though, I still can't see that just turning the whole franchise around it's going to help them a great deal if he plays the way he plays but i don't think he's coming uh, like back they, they need year. a lot of help no they need they need a lot of help and, yeah and honestly i don't know him coming back is maybe for his own good but for the team's good that's there's really no point that the season's already done and over with yeah you might as well sit in the basement while you can and get a good draft pick out of it hopefully the number one pick if you're a habs fan but it's true yeah, don't, there's not don't there's fuck not things much like, up like uh, New York does or whatever. The Jets hate, are you is this who you're referring to? No, I'm just talking about oh. any sports team owned by a shit stain who uh whose dad owned HBO or whatever. He owns like uh I forget his name. He owns like the fucking Knicks, the Rangers, uh I forget what else he owns. He owns MSG as well, like and he always oh, okay those teams have been so bad for so long they're finally good now i mean both the knicks yeah. and the rangers are actually better rangers have been up and down but yeah the knicks yeah. wow yeah yeah they're good i don't know what I mean, happened yeah hey good no good for them yeah like 15 20 years later they're good again give it to finally. them it's it was spike lee dude he's been sitting in the crowd of msg the entire time for 20 years since patrick ewing left crying his eyes out and they finally gave him something and then they had security guards that threw him out of like one of the home games or something i don't know oh but yeah i i I think this is gonna be i I don't know dude It, it is very weird to see a team just completely collapse from being in the stanley cup finals yeah here's one thing though yeah, people are saying, you know, obviously in a lot of, I know a lot of Habs fans, you know, oh, we were in the Stanley Cup finals and that, and that run they did was was huge. They did play great, but in a lot of ways, it's almost like they overachieved, right? They weren't expected to do that, but they also yeah. 
also weren't as expected to be as like where they are this year, like that far down in the standings. But it's come uh, to me. It's been a surprise on both ends. I mean, they really, they probably should have lost to the Leafs in the, when the Leafs in the collapsed span in that, of nine months. That. They managed to overachieve yeah, exactly. and they, underachieve. Just yeah. Underachieve, yeah. They've just done. I thought this season they would at least get into the playoffs. You know, whether they finished in the bottom half of like uh, the top eight to get in, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's a little baffling. Eight wins in thirty eight games is crazy. Well, you know, we get the shit on my favorite hockey team, and when the playoffs roll around, and if the Leafs inevitably have a lackluster postseason, I'll have a topic to bring up. For yeah, you, I can't Jay. wait. I'll yeah. be sick. I'll be sick. I'll be sick that day. Oh yeah, I'm so sick. <laughs> yeah. Well. Coming up right now, we're going to talk about another player. Or, well, yeah, we talked about the Leafs. We talked about the Canadians. We didn't really talk about a player. This is a really bad transition. I'm leaving it in because, really, I just don't care. We're going to talk about Kyrie Irving, every everyone's favorite, you know. So Kyrie Irving was fined on Thursday $25,000 uh, for directing obscene language towards a fan so he just told a fan to go fuck himself basically and then got fined 25 grand holy shit those expensive Um, swear words that's true he better said something real spicy you know what i mean goddamn nba's looking like the fcc right now you know just i wanted to see kyrie Irving start shooting some hard words you know well, look, if you're a fan and you're telling the guy that he's playing like shit or he's a piece of shit or whatnot, if I'm the player on the court, I'm, I'll probably say something back to him too. Why not, right? Yeah, dish I it mean, out if you can't take it. I mean, to be fair to to Kyrie Irving, if if somebody's insulting you, um, yeah, they sh- he should have just been able to. It's not like it was a four year old. It was probably like a fifty year old man who was drunk. It's like you know whatever. It's not like the Argos situation where, like, the assistant GM was, like, beating the shit out of fans <laughs> outside of the stadium, you know? like uh, That's just called good passion right there. Passion for your team. Yeah. And, and he had a hell of a left hook. It was impressive. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I kind of wanted, especially after this year, I think a lot of people have have realized that Kyrie Irving is kind of a asshole. Not kind of, he is an asshole. And I want to make the comparison to another asshole who we talked about last week. And I promise not every week we will talk we won't talk about this guy every week, all right? Like but I I I thought about this maybe an hour before we started here. And I was just like they are kind of, they're so similar. Uh, Kyrie Irving and Antonio Brown. And, and let me, these are the similarities in my head, all right? Both amazing players. Straight up, just amazing okay. guys. They both won championships. They both tend to go off the rails a bit. And they both left teams in shambles afterwards. So, I mean, 
I mean, less less to be fair. Okay, Kyrie Irving didn't leave the the Celtics in shambles because they they already had some good pieces like uh, uh, Tatum and and Brown, but uh, definitely they were expecting to win an NBA title, and that didn't fucking happen. Listen, Antonio Brown, I believe, is just in a league of his own when it comes to being an asshole. I can tell you oh, that firsthand Jesus. just from well I just I, I'm not gonna rant yeah. or anything on that nobody wants to hear that but I can agree with you on the Kyrie Irving situation too if basketball they've got their divas too don't get me wrong uh, you see how they act on the court too it's it's actually kind of pathetic really it's sometimes why I change yeah. the games when I'm watching them just shake my head at it uh, yeah Antonio Brown I mean to be mentioned in the same sentence with him is quite the insult but that, that's I, what I, told, I was I, it by. I, yeah. No, I, I know. I, I totally for, see I where you're wait coming for him from. I get fined for telling me to go fuck myself, but uh uh but Antonio Brown, yeah, that's that guy's just yeah. something else. But a whole nother level of I mean, I if think there's some something he's got to be evaluated, I think. I I just I feel somewhat bad for the Nets putting all this money into a guy who's not played a fucking basically any of the season with them i mean it's almost the all-star break and he's just starting to play games with them well yeah i i and we won't get into why he hasn't been playing games because uh, we talked we talked about covid enough last time but he just if that was me i mean i don't know how you can walk into the locker room with everybody and be chummy chummy when it's like you're supposed to be one of the stars of this team and you didn't show up. Yeah, leader. And there was other Absolutely. problems. I mean, James Harden had a really bad start to the season and a couple others did too, like Damian Lillard stuff. Um, but, you know, if I'm Kevin Durant, I'm like, you know what? Fuck you, dude. Like, I, I want you out of here. If I'm Steve Nash and this is your first coaching job, head coach job, and you're coaching a team that is expected to go to the NBA finals and you have a lackluster start and one of your star players is not playing, I'd be fucking furious. And I'm surprised that they haven't tried to to trade Kyrie Irving. I don't know if he has a no trade clause in his contract, but I think everybody's got an opt-out clause or no trade clause. That drives me nuts in basketball now, too. It's just this guy's here, this guy's there, and then they – yeah, it's ridiculous. I I do find – and this is a bit of another topic, too. I I think it's kind of makes basketball, in a sense, more of a boring sport than it should be. If everybody can just choose to go to one city and play, you know what I mean? I I just – yeah, I get trades. I mean, trades are trades, right? big trades happen uh but I, I yeah just... but opting out every couple of years out of your contract so you go sign with this team because they've got a yeah. superstar there it's just yeah. uh, and then and then negotiating behind the scenes to get like four other guys to show up with you like that's just kind mm-hmm. of i mean it fucks over small market teams like memphis like even new orleans to a sense i mean new orleans yes isn't those a small poor city. bastards yeah, I mean, well, they got Zion, and he turned out to be a, a fat piece of shit, apparently, according to, He's... like, every NBA, NBA uh, 
critic I've heard, they're all like, Zion's a fat piece of shit and he needs to stop eating fucking cheeseburgers. I'm like, God he's damn. He's a thick they're, boy. They're going, they're going in hard. Yeah, he's a thick boy, but he was a thick boy in college. I mean, they knew he oh, was. Oh, yeah. They knew this man wanted to eat some steak and shake. Like, they, this guy's showing up to Chick-fil-A every night. And they knew that beforehand. They, you know, this isn't a surprise. But, uh, yeah, I, I just, and this is one thing. I mean, it's been turning me off of basketball a little bit. The fact that anyone can go anywhere at any time. It's like, it's great for the players, I guess. But it, it if, in my eyes, it's I sickening. can't see, I can't see Kevin Durant in the same light as someone else who doesn't move all the time. You know what I mean? Like Giannis, yeah. like a Giannis just stays in, in Milwaukee. He could have left years. Like he could have left before he even won a title. I thought he, he was going to stay. split. I thought he was going to go. Yeah. I, I thought so too. And he stayed and that's like pretty good because then that team's able to start building and putting pieces together. I'm not saying everyone needs to stay exactly where they got drafted. I think that's stupid as well. If the situation's bad, you need to leave. But I I just everyone's chasing rings, which I think is is all right, but you should be trying to build a team around you. I think that's more impressive than just showing up in New way. York for 2 yeah. years and then moving to Colorado. You know what I mean? Like it, it, yep. it's weird. Well, I think that's that for uh, Kyrie Irving, and, and definitely that's that for Antonio Brown. I don't want to fucking talk about him for a month. Uh, unless something real sh- fucking weird happens with him again. And we're going to go to a little bit of a break right now. And when we come back, we're going to do our football score recap. We're going to get into our wild card recap, and we're going to do our predictions for the divisional round. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Cold Drinks Hot Topics. My name's Ethan. I'm joined by my uh, voluptuous co-host, Jake. That's voluptuous. Right. That's voluptuous, yeah. That's a big I word. I know I was fat all of a sudden. <laughs> well, just like, uh, just like what's-his-face, you know? The Zion. <laughs> you're just, you and Zion, voluptuous boys. That's... That, you know what? Read That's the fucking the name scores. Of... Read read the scores. <laughs> just shut the fuck shut the fuck up and play this. Just, just do your recap. Yeah, I was just about to say we should call our fan base yeah. voluptuous boys. Alrighty, let's go over and recap the NFL wild card round. Starting off with Saturday when the Raiders face the Bengals in Cincinnati, with the Bengals coming out on top with a 27. 17 win breaking a 30 year odd playoff losing streak in front of a home crowd very touching moment that i don't care about the Bills squashed the patriots 47 to 17 with a win at home uh so much for it being a close game on sunday we got another one-sided game with the bucks beating the eagles 31 15 we got a nail biter of an ending saturday night or sunday night the 49ers and the Cowboys game. The 49ers managed to beat the Cowboys 23 to 17. 
You got the Steelers and the Chiefs in a uh, very predictable game. The Chiefs winning 42 to 21. And lastly, on Monday, we got what looked to be on paper to be an exciting matchup between the Rams and the Cardinals. Uh, it was it was a fun game, but for all the wrong reasons, which we'll get into later. The Rams beat the Cardinals 31 to 11. And that is your football score recap. I fucked it up three times. I'm not doing it again. So Fair let's enough. get let's get into a recap of the wild card games. So let's start with the Raiders and Bengals. I want to get your thoughts on this game, besides an immense amount of depression. Yeah, I mean it was depressing for me, I guess, since we lost, but I mean, I'm so proud of the team. It was such a close game. It really came down to the last play of the game. I was hoping for overtime because we're 4-0 and in overtime this year on the season. Fortunately, it didn't happen, but kudos to the Bengals. They snapped that long playoff drought of 31 years. Um, if I had to lose, I'm glad it was out to the Bengals. Good for them. They move on. I hope they make a hell of a run in the playoffs. Um, yeah, and for our team, we'll see what happens in the future. Yeah, I don't. We'll talk about it later. They're not making a run in the playoffs. <laughs> the Bengals aren't. Um, we'll see. Something that stood out to me was we 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 talked about it last week that both O lines were terrible for these teams, and they continued to be awful this week. I mean, the Raiders look really good running the ball, but yeah, protecting Carr is another issue, which it normally is. I feel so bad for the guy. And with Burrow, yeah, they both were sacked multiple times in the game. But also, too, both defensive lines are really good in the on both teams. So I have to give credit to them as well. But, yeah, the offensive line for both teams always needs to be fixed, it seems like, on the season. So it's yeah. a worrisome. Uh, but, I mean, Carr threw a lot of high balls. And I don't think that's necessarily his fault. He can throw the ball deep. He's good. Doesn't always have the ultimate deep threat weapons at times. I mean, no, but I mean, he was, he, was, there. he was throwing balls over people's heads and they were oh, like overthrowing. Yeah, he, had, he did. And yeah, I think he that, did have some of those too. Yep. I think that was pressure from, from the O-line not stepping up. You know what I mean? I, I, I honestly yeah, they, think it was like that because when the O-line kept people in place for a little bit of time, you didn't see those high balls. You saw some really good yeah. throws. They played – the Raiders didn't play bad. Just the Bengals are a good team. You know, they're in the playoffs for a reason. Yeah. They're, they deserve to be there. And, again, it was a tight game. That's what I figured was going to happen is it was going to be a one-score game, whether it be a field goal or a touchdown needed. And, yeah, like, again, just Cincinnati's a good team. You, you know, they have a good defense. That offense is phenomenal. Maybe not their offensive line, as we just said. But that receiving core is one of the best trios in the league of receivers they have. Burrow's turning into an amazing quarterback. All of what he was supposed to be is the number one pick two years ago. So good for Cincinnati. I mean, I think in this loss, to me, it, it explains exactly what the Raiders need to do. And I, you may disagree with me, but I, I think Rick Bisaccio, Bisaccio, I think you need to uh, Bisaccio, him. yeah. I, I would like short. him to come. Yeah, I would like Hire him. To, I would like him to come back too. Coach. You need. If it's not him, it's got to be Jim Harbaugh. That's the only two guys yeah, I was really true. looking. I don't want to see. He that wins everywhere he goes. I'm a 49ers fan. That would 49ers. Yeah, that makes sense. Jim Harbaugh came and coached. Uh, although I am but, a Michigan yeah, Red... State fan, so you know, I guess that yeah, even yeah. out, right? Um, I think Rich Bisaccia keep... though is a good guy. 
Yeah. You need to keep his spot. He's well-respected in the locker room. And you need to keep Derek Carr. There was a lot of rumors going around about, well, if this person gets the team, they would trade Derek Carr. And I think that's fucking stupid. I, he's a good quarterback. Yeah, I couldn't agree he's more on that. He's, yeah, he just has been dealt a bad hand a lot of times there on that on that team and everything they had to go through this year, and he still got help them. He's the main reason why they got into the playoffs. Look you at what happened to, to everything in, to, during the season. You need to buy him time when he's out on the field. Alrighty, so next we have the Patriots versus the Bills, which, uh, Jake, you thought this was going to be a close game last week i really did i, I thought the weather was gonna be a yeah you were right yeah yeah, yeah it, it was it was a the weather seemed to just and you made a good point about josh allen playing in cold weather he hasn't had the best track record but uh he did no and it was freezing there i mean this team played really well this is a bills team that's like okay this is the team that can challenge the chiefs i mean are they going to be able to successfully challenge the chiefs i personally don't think so i think the chiefs are going to go back for third year to the super bowl but if any team's going to beat them in the afc it's the bills and it sure as fuck wasn't the patriots the patriots have great coaching staff but mac jones is a rookie quarterback this team is doesn't have a set identity like it did when Tom Brady was there. No, and, and they, I think, on, yeah, sorry, sorry go ahead. No, I was just going to say uh, to start with, with the Patriots is that they, I think even overachieved a little bit. I don't think everybody had them penciled in to have 10 wins on the season necessarily, but that defense got revamped in the off season. It just, they didn't really show up at all in Buffalo. Like that was that's a little ridiculous. I mean, credit to the Bills, though, too. Like, that offense run by Josh Allen was phenomenal. It was at seven straight possessions, and they were all touchdowns. Yeah. Like, I think the person that was probably the most cold in that game was probably Buffalo's punter. Yeah. Probably just sitting <laughs> which, there on the sidelines Buffalo, with 17 layers on, you... just freezing his ass off. <laughs> if you're Buffalo, you don't want to hear about a cold punter ever again. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, no. uh um yeah i i think the patriots lost i'm happy the patriots lost i think you know they're they're a team that's had so much success for like 20 years basically it's Mm -hmm. it's a little much you know what i mean it's great if you're a patriots fan but everybody hates the patriots and it's to the point where i think people will there's people that are going to be just very angry like extremely angry if the patriots had to beat the bills and they're not bills fans they're not patriots fans they just are football fans who are tired of seeing one team reign supreme for you know over a decade and and so i think even if they got past the bills they weren't going far no no oh no not yeah no they wouldn't beat the chiefs for sure but uh i I think it's probably best for the Patriots that they lost this game. Just long term. You know, you need to get a bit of the stink mm-hmm. off of you of everyone hating you because you're, you, you did your job very well. I mean, they're going down as one of the best sports teams in history. Um, 
with that line with Tom Brady at the helm and you had people like, you know, Gronk was on there, you know, Edelman, like Vinatieri too, like uh Yeah, it's a very different team now, absolutely. Aaron Hernandez. You know. Yeah, okay. I I beat before before he went to prison, he was a great football player, okay? I'll just say that. Um yeah, I think you'll you'll wipe the stink off and it'll you'll be fine, you know? It's much like the Raiders. I think they're trending in the right direction. Yeah. I think they're figuring things out. They know what they need to fix. Well, let's let's talk about a team that is very much trending in the right direction and another team that needs to figure things out. This is the Eagles versus the Bucks. Um to me, the Bucks, I mean the Eagles did not look like a playoff caliber team in that game. Like they just I don't know what it was, but something there were, that uh, just wasn't clicking. They're, I think, very lucky they got into the playoffs. I mean, that team finished the season uh, where they have not, I think they were nine and eight they finished at, but their schedule, their strength of schedule was fairly weak, especially to end the season. Good yeah. for them that they got in, but I mean, I don't really I, think they had much of a chance going into that game playing the Buccaneers, the reigning Super Bowl champions, but. At least some of them, like Jalen Hurts, they get their feet wet in the postseason. Obviously, they didn't get the outcome they wanted from the game. But nonetheless, they still got in there. Uh, for the Eagles, too, you got three first-round picks coming up at the draft. So, I mean, you've got lots of chances there to help improve your team. Which we will break down the draft uh, the week of the Pro Bowl, I believe. That's when we're going to do it. I mean, that that seems like a good time to do it. We got a lot of football still. Uh, but yeah, I, I think as a, the Eagles shouldn't have been here, um, and they didn't take a good advantage of, of actually showing up in the playoffs. Um, yeah, I mean, like you would have, you would have, I mean, they weren't going to beat the Buccaneers. Everybody knew that if there were two t- games that were definitive, it was Steelers chiefs and Bucks Eagles. And Which people came to kept a no, saying no surprise. Yeah, people kept saying Steelers Chiefs because they wanted Ben Roethlisberger to play another game. You know what I mean? So that was the only reason the Steelers had no chance of beating the Chiefs, which we will get to later. Uh, and the Bucks and the Eagles. I mean, it it was it was really upsetting to watch. Even I was, you could see the team was just defeated playing that game. And if you're the yeah, Bucks, by this half looks... time, by, by halftime, yeah. it was it was already done with. If you're much the Bu- like the Chiefs game. If you're the Bucks, you're feeling great about this game, because I mean, you, everyone was talking about, well, how is this going to affect with Antonio Brown being gone? I mean, yeah, he's not the 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 biggest part of that offense, but he's definitely a a important part. And they showed, well, yeah, we. We can beat the Eagles. I mean, it's still... I still think they're going to have more problems with, let's say, the Rams. But... Uh, which happens this week, which we will also get to later. Uh, but, yeah, I think I think the Bucks played really well. No surprise. And No, they uh, played like they were supposed to play. The Eagles will have to figure shit out. I mean, if they have the three first round picks you you got something to work with there all right so we're going on to the next game which was holy shit it was 
maybe one of the best football games I've ever watched, uh, playoff wise that I can remember in the last while, uh, 49ers versus Cowboys. Holy shit. This game was fucking amazing to watch. Came down to seconds. Literally. (laughs) It literally came down to seconds and some stupid shit from Dak Prescott, which we will also get into here. Uh, first let's, let's just get into the, the Dak Prescott, uh, bullshittery that happened afterwards, um, where he was giving credit the fans for throwing garbage at the referees. I mean, he apologized and he feels bad, but God damn, how fucking stupid do you have to be to say something like that? I mean, I get you're upset you lost, but the reason you lost is because you had too many fucking flags in that game. 14 of them, franchise record in the postseason, 14 flags, yeah. 14 penalties. And, and you should have you should have won that. And they would have won that if they had maybe like six less flags. You know what I mean? I mean, it's entirely you're, your you're team's talking fault about- you lost. Yeah, you're talking about the fans too, and they're going to tell you it was the refs that screwed them over. But again, with Dak Prescott and going on with the fans throwing stuff, um, this for me kind of goes back to the whole season where every time the Cowboys play, every t- like there's always these fights uploaded online. They're just beating the shit out of each other or they're fighting with the opposing team's fans. It's ridiculous. And I can understand why the Cowboys get so much hate put on them now. They're just about as hated as the Patriots, if not hated more, honestly. Yeah, I mean, at least the Patriots can win. I mean, looking at looking at the, the Cowboys, they can't even fucking win in the postseason. They're choking hazard. And I, I, I sent this message to you, and as soon as I sent it, uh, Dallas started to play a little bit better in the game, so I got a little nervous, but I sent a Gus a message to you and Gus, just like, oh, choking hazard in advisory, you know what I mean? Like... And we, and we talked about it last week. I mean, Dallas, I, I don't believe this Dallas team can win or go deep in the playoffs. I honestly don't believe it. And this game showed it to me perfectly. Yeah, exactly the Niners are I'm a good saying. team, but, but but Dallas, they have some good weapons up front on offense. Yeah. Their defense still needs to be fixed up, though, if they want to make any sort of deep run run on that team they they got a they got some repairing to do there i mean they play in a shitty division right now i shouldn't say shitty but maybe not as good as what some of the other divisions are in the nfl so they kind of get away with that as well but yeah they need to fix things up on defense and you know a credit to the niners though too they held them to under 20 points which is really really good considering all the weapons they have up front for the cowboys I, I mean, I still think Dak Prescott's a great quarterback. I think... Um, He's good, yeah. I, I think it just wasn't their night, and they they lost their cool, especially he did. And I think, you know, that's... I, I just don't... Uh, I, I don't feel sorry for the Cowboys, and I understand why people hate them and their fan base. Because that shit's just... Yeah, especially the fan base. It's the, the fan base that and, does it. Yeah, it, that's unacceptable. They're talked about. They're talked about on TV all the time with all these high expectations, and yeah. then yeah, the fans. They just uh, we don't live in the states. I'm sure it's worse down there. You even hear and see about it way more yeah. down there. So 
but yeah, here in Canada though, I can start to understand why people have a real hate on for the Cowboys. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, entirely. Uh, I just want to get into two things. One, one's the rumor that, uh, well, one's the thing about Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy G, uh, that he may not play with the 49ers again after this season. He may go somewhere else. Uh, if I'm the 49ers, I got to keep him. Yeah, we'll see how far this playoff run goes for them. Yeah. I mean, if they beat Green Bay, holy shit. Yeah, you want to keep him if he has a big yeah. impact on that. He's a good quarterback, though. But I Trey mean, Lance, he, is he, he ready was, yet? We'll find out, maybe. I don't think Trey Lance is ready. And, and I think Jimmy G still got a lot in the tank. And I think he he's he kind of is that like centerpiece for that team, which is exactly what you want out of a quarterback, but he does it really well. You could see it in that game. He was calming everybody down, getting them ready to play. And especially when things started to go wrong and Dallas started to come back, if it wasn't for Jimmy G and those flags, I mean, we'd be talking about how the Cowboys did well. So there's that, but he's also injured. He's got a thumb injury and a shoulder injury. I mean, there's just so many injuries. Elijah Mitchell's injured. Fred Warner's injured. Oh, my Bosa. God. Yeah, Bosa. Yeah, very scary. You need those that. guys this week. Jordan Willis is also injured. Like, it, it, this is really going to affect... Uh, there's a lot of knee injuries. Everyone's knees are hurting. I don't know what the fuck's going on with that. But, yeah, I mean, there's this is going to be a real test. Um, and we'll get into our predictions, but especially with all those injuries, I'm not expecting the 49ers to win this. I, weren't, I wasn't expecting them to win it uh, before, uh, but especially not now with the, the injuries. But we'll we'll get on to our two last games of the wild card round, then we'll get into our predictions, and then then we're out of here, folks, for this week. Uh, so we got the Steelers and the Chiefs. Uh, I have one, I have two notes. Uh, or sorry, one note for this game. I just wrote bye bye Ben, and that's 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 about it. The Chiefs just he had a hell of a career. Good for him, but yeah, yeah, just wrong it's... team, wrong time. Uh, there's not much to say you know what I, about this game. I mean, the no, the, the Steelers the were happy to be there. I th yeah. think that's uh, you know they they kind of really got in you know off of the last game of the season and they needed quite a few things to go yeah. the right way for them. And good for Big Ben to get into the playoffs. But yeah, they yeah. I mean the Chiefs are just too good. They're just a better team. That's all it is. That's really yeah. when it comes down to it. I mean the Steelers will re they'll 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 need to find a new quarterback. Uh, but they have some great players. They got like TJ Watt, um, uh, you know, and they have pieces. They just, you know, they were a team on the decline mm -hmm. from where they were. And, you know, Big Ben won two Super Bowls, I believe. He was in three. Um, he was in three, yeah, one, two. It was, imp you know, it's an impressive career. And uh, obviously, uh, yeah, I mean, if I'm Steelers fan, I'm I'm not upset by this. You know, I would have expected this to happen, and let Big Ben go out on a high of being in a playoff game. That's 
that's better than a lot Absolutely. of people's careers end. So, and the Chiefs are moving on. I mean, yeah, the Chiefs are probably going to the Super Bowl. They're coming out of the AFC. Maybe the Bills. I don't know. But uh, yeah, what what are your thoughts on this game, Jake? Well, it's very lopsided. It took the Chiefs a little bit to warm up there. They threw that. Uh, sorry, they didn't. Th- well, Mahomes did throw an interception early in the game, but then TJ Watt had that scoop and score. And I was watching, and I thought, oh, maybe the Steelers do have a little bit of life here. But they just couldn't get it together on offense for most of the game. And then the Chiefs just kind of turned into the Chiefs before halftime. It was just, you know, you you go to the kitchen to pour yourself a drink or whip something up in five to 10 minutes. And then next thing you know, the chiefs had two touchdowns on the board. It just, just like that. They just turned into the chiefs. Like the first quarter I thought, Oh yeah, I'm not sure what the hell's going to, what's going on with them right now. They're just off and out of sync or whatnot, but they just turned into themselves there later on in the game. And there was no turning back for them. They're a great team to watch inside that red zone too. When they're inside the ten yard line, all those oh, little yeah. those trick plays they have. Kelsey scoring a touchdown, or so while well, throwing the touchdown pass, and then you had Mahomes throwing the underhand pass. Then he had another touchdown pass to the it was the right tackle or the right guard, I believe. And uh, T.J. Watt didn't even know what to do on that play. He was looking around at his teammates. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's there's not much to say about this game. It's like the Eagles Bucks thing it was just not much to say um no it's just what except it was expected for essentially bye bye ben <laughs> you know bye bye big ben that's about that's about it um now one game that was supposed to you know i thought was going to be an interesting matchup and and i thought wrong i should have known better because they had been horrible the last couple weeks um uh, the Cardinals versus the Rams. Now, I, I have two thoughts on this. One, Moon Knight looks like a cool show. Uh, two, what the fuck was that interception touchdown that was thrown? That was... That pick six by, by Murray? Yeah. That was that fucking game, this awful. Game, it was. I think it was just desperate. He just kind of panicked. But that team, I don't know what happened to them in the first half and then the second half the first half they were great second half of the season not so much and i really honestly i'm not overly surprised that the rams kind of dominated them in this game they got cam Akers back who's a really really good running back and then the cardinals just i don't know what what their issue is these last few weeks i know they got jj watt back and that was such a big deal but i don't know if he's as good as what he once was either i mean and he's the rams, usually, he's rams usually just injured uh they for the playoffs like it's it's amazing yeah. he actually made it to a playoff and 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 one guy that's playing great for the rams now is odell beckham he's really starting to turn into the odell beckham he's supposed to be and having matthew stafford as your quarterback's really good too and hats off to him he got his first playoff victory ever in his career happy for him he deserves Which it is- absolutely insane but then you remember that he played for the lions so uh of course he doesn't really have any any playoff yeah. victories or even any playoff games you know um uh yeah i mean the rams are are a really good team if there's i mean they're in the nfc that's the only problem now they got to go up against the bucks so you got to really take that team that's hot and keep going i mean you have some really good pieces i mean you got von miller i believe he's not injured right he's still there uh you got aaron Cooper. donald who's arguably the best player yeah in, on defense 
in the league. You got Odell Beckham who's heating up. Uh, you got Cooper Cup. Like I, 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 I think this Cam is Akers a team. Cam Akers is back. Yes, and Cam Akers is back. Like this is a really deep team. Yeah, I, it's impressive to watch them play, and I'm really excited for the game against the Bucks this weekend. I think that's going to be a really good game. I'm excited for it, to say yeah. the least. I'm actually super pumped for that game. I can't wait. Two powerhouses going at each other. They both just kicked their other opponents' asses this past week. It's going to yeah. be good. Well, I think that's where we're going to go into our predictions for the divisional round which is coming up Saturday and Sunday. And uh, let's let's talk about this schedule here. The first game we have is Cincinnati at Tennessee with Derrick Henry possibly, probably back in the game. That's going to be interesting. That's Yeah, th- this game is going to be really good. Well, all these games are going to be really good, but Bengals-Titans, Titans are favored by three and a half points totally understand that i'm picking cincinnati to win this i don't care what anybody says really i think that offense is probably going to i think they're going to explode on tennessee yep and tennessee's maybe you said yo maybe henry's going to be back that tells me right now that he's not 100 percent. and yeah the bengals defenses they're they're good now can i stop them i'm not too sure but i think when i look at it i think the bengals offense is going to match up better against tennessee than Tennessee's offense will against the Bengals' defense. I really do. Yeah, I, I, I like the I like the Bengals just rolling the in here. They're pe- they're peaking on offense right now. Yeah, I think if Henry's back, Tennessee wins. If he's not, Bengals win. Uh, and that's I a good argument. I like that. I like that too. Game. Yeah, uh, he is going to yeah. make a difference. He should. I mean, he's probably would have won MVP had he stayed healthy the whole season. If you're Cincinnati, you know, you have all those weapons to to work with, whether it's Chase or Higgins or Tyler Boyd, even their tight end, uh, Uzum, I can't remember exactly how you pronounce it now, but he's good. And then obviously Joe Mixon's a good running back too. Uh, Burrow, though, yeah, I'd let him sling it, just sling it all day. Unless somehow Mixon catches fire on the ground, I would let Joe go in that game. And if you're Tennessee, if Henry's there, you've got to carry – give him all the carries in the world but we'll see if he's whether he's there or not Tannehill. i don't know about him in the playoffs I, yeah. i'm just nah, not sold on him they got aj brown there he's good but uh i just i don't know if i really trust ryan Tannehill uh you to know, win this you know game who, for them you but know who the titans need blake bortles that's who they need he's available if they want him i yeah i think every team needs him you know, he's I mean, just, he almost went to a Super Bowl just a few years ago. People that, forget that. That is true. I think people that don't was a forget great defense, that. They but... want to forget that. But uh, yeah. So let's move on to the next game that's also on Saturday. This is San Francisco versus Green Bay. As much as I want to see San Francisco beat Green Bay, my heart tells me San Francisco will win it, but my brain tells me, yeah, Green Bay is going to win it, especially with the injuries. I, yeah. Yeah, so speaking of injuries here, Green Bay is obviously favored to win by five and a half. Um, that's a good stat line to have, a good bet line, sorry. that I like that. So Rodgers, that foot injury he's got, I guess they're saying is now it's probably going to be 100%. He's going to be healed up. And they're getting two or three starting offensive linemen back 
including their all-pro left tackle, David Bacchiardi, I believe is how you say it. He's phenomenal. He's an all-pro for a reason. They're getting healthy at the right time. The only thing I would worry about if I'm the Packers is just the long layoff of the extra week, that they don't come out a little bit rusty. But I'm sure with Rodgers' leadership and all the other guys they have on that team with Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones in the backfield, I think they'll get this win out. But yeah. the 49ers, hey, you never know with them. They, they're a good yeah, team. But true. yes, if they're, they're beat up, that's, that's not good. But uh, I like Green Bay at this, especially too. They're in Lambeau Field. They're not in Levi Stadium in San Francisco. I think the home field plays a huge advantage for this in Green Bay. I really do. Yeah, and I think also if Nick Bosa is out, which it looks like he could be, um, that's gonna be that's if he's really, out there, they're really they're, they're really they're hurt. That they're hurting then. Yeah, they're hurting I big mean, time there. He's the key piece of that defense. Um, but you never know. Yeah, I mean, Debo, Debo could there too. get really hot. Uh, Kittle could get hot. Yeah. I mean, Debo Samuel. Debo is a phenomenal player, and he's so exciting to watch. At the end of that Cowboys game on that reverse play, that was a huge oh, yeah. play call by Kyle Shanahan, and a smart one too. He apparently even told them on the sideline, "Give me the ball," is what he had said. So yeah. I would listen to him. The guy's a receiver, but he's also a running back pretty well with all those touchdown pass or uh, rushes he had during the season. Yeah, and you know, I I think this may have been a a different story of a season for San Francisco if they just didn't have all the injuries. And this is what's killed San Francisco for the last couple of years is injuries, injuries, injuries. And luckily they were able to get through this year, but even in the playoffs there's just injuries. And it's a shame to see yeah. that, but uh there's not much you can do about it except for just keep playing and trying to win. So We'll move on to. It'll be a, a fun game. game. It'll be a fun game to watch. Yes, all these games. I, I the game I'm the least excited about is Tennessee versus Cincinnati. I'm still very excited. I mean, these. This is a really good divisional round. Uh, these two on, games on Sunday are barn burners, oh yeah. though. Oh yeah. I'm surprised. Well, I'm, I'm kind of surprised they're both on Sunday, but you know, hey, that's, that's just how the schedule works out. First of all. We have L.A. versus Tampa Bay. This is a hard one. I don't necessarily know who's going to win. I'm, I'm well, leaning... Well, I, I do, and it's going to be the Rams. I, I want it to be the Rams. You never know, though. I mean, I, I think this is the where Bucks. we're going to see the Bucks losing Antonio Brown actually affecting them. Yeah, I, I, think, I think the... I think if Tom Brady gets hot, this is the problem. I mean, he's just a player that can just fucking go and pull a team. To, he can pull victory from the jaws of defeat. You know what I mean? Like, he's that type of player. But L.A. is such a good team. Um, what are your thoughts on this, Jake? Uh, I like the Rams in this game. The Bucks are favored by three. I didn't know who was actually going to be favored to win this game, but I knew it would be close on the stat line. You got to remember the Rams actually beat them 34, 24, but that wasn't, uh, that was way back in week three of the season, but I watched that game and the Rams really put it on that defense. I expect them to put up at least three or four touchdowns again on the Bucks defense. They do have a good defense. That's what really won them the championship last year. But I, I don't know. I just really like the Rams in this. I don't know what it is about them, but I'm just, I'm, I'm feeling them to come in and get the victory over Tampa Bay. I think if you're Brady, yeah. 
you got to keep going to Gronkowski again, especially with Godwin and Antonio Brown being out. Obviously, you have Mike Evans there too. But I like that Rams defense. The big thing about this game is the one takeaway I had for the Eagles that was really good in that game against the Bucks was that they actually got to Tom Brady and sacked him quite a few times. And if their offensive line is actually going to be like that against the Rams, that's going to be really tough because Aaron Donald is just a absolute beast. Oh, yeah. And you have Leonard Floyd. You have Leonard Floyd there too. And those two were the had the second highest quarterback pressure rate in the league this season, uh, in in terms of duos, uh, for uh, duos. It, yeah, Max through, Crosby and Yannick Ngakwe on the Raiders were number one. Yeah. they're number two. This is a, this is a really good. This LA team is better than I think a lot of people are. You know, just if you look at the stats, but yeah, have Jalen, I mean, you have Jalen look, Ramsey there. Yeah. They, I think if, their defense matches up well against with the Bucks defense. Like when I look at, at it on paper and how the teams have yeah. played, I like that. Stafford just can't be throwing interceptions, and I think they're going to be fine. They well, also, uh, they have a good is, run game, but this is also a team that's offense is starting to heat up. Like we talked about before with Odell Beckham Jr. I mean, he's starting to get into the groove again, and I don't. Yeah, think he's that's looking just like he was in New stop. York. I don't think that's just going to stop after this game. I think the Rams can win it, but I wouldn't be surprised if Tampa Bay won either. This is a close game. Oh, absolutely. The Bucks, the Bucks could come out there and beat them by two or three touchdowns. So, you know, I'm just saying I like the Rams in this, yeah. but the Buccaneers, if they, if you told me Tom Brady's still going to throw four touchdown passes in that game at 300 yards, I wouldn't be surprised by it. But I like, I do like the Rams defense here, especially covering Mike Evans, whether you have Jalen Ramsey on it. They are hurting in the secondary right now with the safeties, but I still think they get the job done in this. I think the pressure on Brady is going to be the difference. Yeah, I totally, I totally agree. I mean, this is going to be a fun game to watch. Well, you know what? We have some very exciting games coming up. I mean, this Sunday. And I think one of the most exciting ones is the last game of the weekend buffalo versus kansas city holy shit jake you said this before it's gonna be a barn burner absolutely uh we were touching on it earlier about you saying like you wouldn't be surprised if it was like an afc title game which it i don't want to say it is but it was a rematch it's a rematch of the afc championship from last year Chiefs came out on top in that one. They're favored by one and a half points on this. That just shows you how close this game is. That's one and a half points right now on the on the stat line. Uh, this game, uh, I'd like I'd want Buffalo to win because that fan base that they have and they deserve it. But if I had to pick, I would probably take Kansas City in this game. They're at home in Arrowhead. That loud crowd that they have, it's going to be tough for Buffalo to win. Mahomes just being Mahomes and they've got all those trickery plays but the Bills though too man like we said oh you know the Patriots defense didn't show up and you know they just they played like shit and they got seven touchdowns scored on them in a row well that's also a big credit to the Bills and if they come in with that mentality which I'm sure they will against the Chiefs they could hang that Chiefs defense out to dry they really could yeah I mean this is this is a fuck gonna be a fucking excellent man like game like this is going to be a lot of fun uh i i've predicted i think that the chiefs are making it to the super bowl and i would love to see buffalo make it again and actually uh, if san francisco deserve it 
if San Fran's not in the the Super Bowl, I'd like to see Buffalo win it. You know, it's uh, I I just yeah, it's it's really it's a dedicated fan base, and especially after those you know three times they made it to the Super Bowl in a row and lost each time, like that's that's rough. They've and, had a lot of heartache, and I you know. Kansas City's not like it's not like if Kansas City lose this game they're going to be like never coming back to this position they'll be back there again next year but in the same sense Buffalo will also be back in this position next year I, this is a going to become a, a bigger rivalry I think in the next coming years especially after the AFC Conference championships last year like this is going to be a big matchup when you look at the schedules just like san francisco and green bay for example i mean two years ago san francisco and green bay met in the nfc conference championships i believe when san francisco yes they did yep so there's this is it's going to be a really fun matchup i think kansas city is coming away with it and uh, if you're a bills fan it's going to be upsetting but if you can just take solace in the fact that you still have a fucking great team and they're going to keep coming back great quarterback a young a great young they're coming for revenge though yeah yeah they're coming for revenge though too they know about that loss they had last year in the afc title to them i just don't know if they can get it done in kansas city yeah now, that I don't... said, I can see this game being like 37-34, 38-34, something like that. Now, you also I have see to... see a lot of points being put on the board. You also have to worry about Tennessee or Cincinnati, whatever that game is. There's a little bit of a worry about them, but I think as long as you don't underestimate them when you come through, whoever wins this game is going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, there's there's a lot of people looking at it. Well, this is the AFC Championship again, and I can totally understand that. But yeah, you can't hit the the Texans or the Bengals, whoever wins that game. But I think whoever rolls in out of that Bills Chiefs game, they're going to be red hot. Yeah, and they're just going to keep the train rolling. But uh, yeah, I, 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 the Bills, man, I want them. I'd love to see them win for the Bills Mafia out there. <laughs> I just, if I had to pick, I would take the I would take the Chiefs, but uh, I'd be I'll be cheering on the bills for this one well i mean that i think we've we've all we've just said it i mean the, the all these games are good usually you get like a little bit of a stinker absolutely uh but all these games are are really exciting this year and really interesting i mean anyone could win any of these games so it'll yeah be, last weekend we were kind of looking at yeah. it like it was going to be some shit kickings which there was this week though I think these games are a lot more tighter. Yeah. A lot more interesting. You know, it, it just shows the the all the great teams that there are in the NFL right now. And it's it's really exciting. So I think that's where we're going to leave it this week. Uh, you know, all these teams are great. Really, just if you're listening to this before the games, fuck it. Drop what you're doing. Watch some of these games. Watch highlights the next day you know what i mean just they're if you're a fan of of football you're probably going to be watching but if 
even if you like football a little bit and you just happen to stumble upon this, like watch these games. These games are going to be fun to watch. It's going to be a good time. I can't wait. I know I'm off Sunday and I will be on the couch watching those two games, especially all day and night. Can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where we're going to leave you for this week. I want to thank you, Jake, for joining me. We want to give Pleasure, our best, give our best always. to Gus, who couldn't be here this week. He'll be yes, back. Get well soon, Gus. He'll be back. He's not. He's he didn't quit. You know, he's he's still he's alive still. If we have to weekend at Bernie's, him we will. Uh, <laughs> uh, with that, uh, that's the end of the show. I want to thank you all, all you listeners, for listening into Cold Drinks Hot Topics and tune in every week, and we'll give you. The, the worst sports well the best sports analysis and also the worst at the same time we're really treading the line of being great and awful so uh, thank you for listening and uh, adios <laughs>